Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of What's New with Nikki. Um, today, our topic is going to be um, based on the LGBTQ community. And with that, I asked some friends that I have that I know that are in the LGBTQ community, some to record videos, some decided to just answer them out on a Google Docs sheet. So there's going to be kind of a variety in there. I'm going to just read the one that I have that's written on the Google Doc first as well. But before I get into that, Today I am filming this on Wednesday, the 6th of January, and today has been a quite historic day to say the least. So today the Senate has both officially and unofficially flipped to the blue. So what I mean by that is the race for uh, Kelly Loeffler versus Warnock has been declared a blue Warnock win. He has won. Uh, for the John Ossoff versus David Perdue. It has not been called yet. There are about 98% of like uh, votes counted so far. And so far, John Ossoff is in the lead. With that 2%, they come from the Atlanta metro area and the surrounding Atlanta sumber- suburbs, which are heavily Democratic-leaning. Those have Some have been counted, some have not, and those will likely go in John Ossoff's favor. So that is why some people are considering it a John Ossoff win and some are not yet. However, David Perdue does get the opportunity to recount these votes. We don't know how much that will change any results because again, they are just counting the same votes over again. There has really, from my recollection, never been an election where a recount has changed the decision of something. So um, yeah, that's what we're going to have to see. So unofficially right now, according to some people and some news sources and some uh, not others, there is now a blue Senate, which means that there has been an entire blue wave of government. There has now been Joe Biden elected president. He is dem- uh, a Democrat. There has now, again, officially slash unofficially uh, Senate, which there is now 50-50, but now Kamala Harris, again, blue vice president, that makes her 51. So in the case of a draw, she can weigh in, which means that there will likely be um, a lot of draws um and ties on issues so Kamala Harris will have to step in quite often I'm assuming that's going to be my guess as well as that the house uh is blue again uh with a heavy majority as well uh so that means that there has been an entire shift of blue it was previously blue house red president red senate now uh like I just said it has been switched so the reason why I did not just pick one guest for the LGBTQ episode was that because I just know so many people that I know would be well qualified to talk about this topic, that are passionate about this topic, that would want to talk about it. And there's such a wide array. So I really couldn't just pick one person. I had to be able to get a wide scale of genders, sexualities and everything. So me just picking one person, I didn't think would fit the the um, consensus of everyone in the LGBTQ plus community. So to get into that, I'm reading my friend Julieta's answers. So she had three questions. Some will have three, some will have two. Uh, There is, her first question is, what is queer? So she typed, um, and I'm quoting this, queer is the term used to define someone considered part of the LGBTQ plus community and are not cisgender, meaning not identifying as their birth sex. So transgender and uh, trans, transgender or non-binary and or uh, heterosexual, so straight, uh, only liking opposite gender. Um, so for her next question, uh, it was, how can I be an LGBTQ plus ally? She said, in general, be respectful. There are several do's and don'ts 
to consider. So some don'ts, I'm not going to read um, all of them, but it is don't tell people to pick a side if they are pansexual or bisexual. So by that, I, I'm assuming she means a gender preference, um, sexuality. So like uh, the person that they're attracted to, don't ask for them to pick one or the other. People can be in between or like anyone. Um, don't tell people that it's a sin for religious reasons. Stop misgendering people on purpose. Don't use homophobic slurs. Don't respond to pronouns or the trans community with normal. And like, don't ask personal questions that you wouldn't ask anyone if their sexuality was, uh, sorry, if their gender was cis, um, as well as, you know, not fetishizing people. That is not okay. And some do's to be an LGBTQ plus ally. Do ask for preferred pronouns and use them accordingly. Treat LGBTQ plus people like anyone else. Um, being supportive, never out anyone, which that means don't tell other people someone's sexuality if they are not out to the public. Um, as well as that, treat them just as you did as before they came out. They are the same person as they were. Um, learn the history behind slurs and know not to use them. Um, as well as that, prevent others from saying things that are uh, discriminatory. So as well as that, her last question is what kind of human rights violations are LGBTQ plus exposed to? So um, the current administration in the uh, US government, again, at the time of recording this, which I said was uh, January 6th, 2021, um, Mike Pence has taken steps to repeal the RFL versus Hodges case, which legalized um, same-sex marriage in June of 2015. Um, LGBTQ plus people are hate crimes. They can be legally denied service at a store or restaurant. Um, transgender people cannot serve in the military under the current Joe Biden administration. I mean, sorry, under the Donald Trump administration. There are conversion camps and conversion therapy. Many states continue to try and ban same-sex uh, same marriage. Um, as well as that, with the current COVID dilemma, Italy seems to be forcing out the trans and non-binary people, uh, non-binary community with the vaccine as well. So yes, thank you so much, Julieta, for your responses. I greatly appreciate them. So now I'm going to roll on to the next people and if you are one of them, there are some previous guests on the show. There are some that are not. Thank you so much for participating, and I greatly appreciate it, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Hello, everyone. My name is Janiel Cologne, but I go by Jay. I'm a gay male and go by he slash him. So Nikki sent me a few questions to answer, and I will be giving my own little responses to each one. So the first question is, how do gay and lesbian couples have kids? Well, the first choice is adoption, and then there's another choice, which is surrogacy and sperm donation. So basically, in a gay man-with-man relationship, they would have to find themselves a surrogate. A surrogate is a woman whereby she agrees to get pregnant for another person or persons who will then become the child's parent after birth. It works by putting the sperm of one or both of the fathers into the uterus. Now, on a lesbian-women-on-women relationship, in order for them to have children, they would get artificial insemination by a sperm donor. All of these options also work with all genders. So, 
The next question is, how do you respond to people that use religion as a reason to be homophobic? Okay, so I personally ignore anyone that says homophobic comments or say that they're homophobic because in my opinion, I feel that their opinion won't change and there's really no point in trying to change an opinion like that. But in some circumstances like this, one like which uses religion, I simply ask the person where on that book, so called the Bible, does it say that being gay is wrong? I read a verse from the Bible that says, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So why can't everyone just love one another? We're all human. Plus, religions shouldn't have to define a person. It's basically just pushing your religious beliefs onto me and my sexuality, which doesn't and shouldn't currently to God or the Bible. The last question was, is being LGBTQ plus a choice? And to answer that... No, it's not a choice. Why would us LGBTQ plus people choose to get made fun of every day? Why would we get why would we choose to get mocked every day and choose all of this unnecessary hate? Being gay is something that no one could change. It's who you are and how you were born. So yeah, that's all. Thank you. Hi, I'm Jordan and I identify as bisexual. Regarding the question of whether or not bisexual people can have a gender preference, I think that is absolutely valid. Um, Just as straight or gay people have preferences of who they like and who they dislike, bisexual people can have preferences based on gender. And this is because I personally view sexuality as a spectrum. And so people could be anywhere on the spectrum. Bisexuality basically just means you're in the middle of that spectrum and you can lean towards one side same with pansexuality you're in the middle of that spectrum in between homosexual and heterosexual and both bisexuality pansexuality and other sexualities that are in the middle can lean towards one of the sides some bisexual people say that they have a ratio of men to women who they like some people it's 50 50 some people it's 40 60 70 30 any ratio and that's how they express their gender preference. But I think it's just based off the person. Whoever they like is completely valid. So in general, yes, bisexual people can have gender preferences just like anybody else can have a preference on who they like and dislike. Um, Coming out for me was very stressful as it is for literally anyone that's coming out. Um, In my situation, I didn't really know my friends and family's views on the LGBTQ plus community. I didn't know where they stood. I didn't know if they accepted the LGBTQ plus community or not. So coming out, especially to my parents, was really, really stressful. Um, They immediately accepted me and told me that they love me, which I'm very, very grateful for because not everybody um, has that with their parents or friends. But Nonetheless, it was still a very stressful experience. I still haven't told most of my family, just my friends and my parents and my sisters. And now I'm very open about it. And so I just like come out to anybody I meet because it's just like a part of who I am and I want people to know. But like my grandparents, I I still don't know where they stand. So I don't want to bring that up at the current moment. But yeah, coming out, it's a very stressful experience. It's a very personal experience with yourself and with whoever you're coming out to. It it can be life-changing if 
a person doesn't have the response you're hoping for, you're wishing for. So yeah, coming out for me, it was good, stressful, but I had good reactions. But for other people, it's not the same. And it's just a very um, stressful and hard experience that the people in the LGBTQ plus community have to go through. So yeah. Um, hi, my name is Lucy Gates. I'm in 10th grade and I go to Cooper City High School. Um, so how do you know if you're part of the LGBTQ plus community? So I feel like if your gender or sexuality or anything like that aligns with that of people in the community, then you can consider yourself part of it. I myself am bisexual, which for those who didn't know is the B in LGBTQ. So I consider myself as part of the community. Um, how many genders are there? I feel that gender can't really be put into numbers. Um, gender is something that people identify as that makes them feel comfortable. So it shouldn't really have to be limited to a number. How many sexualities are there? I think this goes hand in hand with gender in the sense that you can't really limit it to a number because whatever people want to identify as is valid. Hi, I am Leon Friedman. I use they, he pronouns and I am really interested in answering all these questions about LGBT stuff. So the term that's so gay is offensive because when you're using it, you're implying that something is annoying, like, oh, this TikTok trend is so gay, or, um, oh, the way you pose in that picture, oh, that's so gay, like, but you're not saying, like, oh, in a good way, like, you like it, you're, you using, you're using it in a way of implying that something is annoying or weird or like, oh my gosh, bro, don't do that. Like, that's so gay. Like, you're using it in a negative way instead of saying like, oh, bro, like, that's really annoying. Or like, that's, oh, that's, this TikTok trend is weird. Or the way you're posing is like, like, it doesn't look right. They're using gay as a substitute for an insult, which that's not what gay means at all in any definition. And... They're implying that gay is something that's weird or like abnormal or annoying and it should not be looked at like that or talked about like that. Um, bisexual people have absolutely decided their sexuality. They're not confused between gay and straight. They are just people who like multiple genders. I have um, been out as bisexual for around oh, over two years now. And I have always known that I am bisexual, I am attracted to multiple genders, and it's never been about like, oh, am I straight or am I gay? I've always known, oh, I just like multiple genders. That doesn't, that, that doesn't mean that I'm confused or whatever. It just means that that's my preference and that's what I like. And 
So yeah, I definitely think that those people are not confused. The difference between pansexual and bisexual is actually, um, it's a quite small difference. Pansexual and bisexual are in the same world of liking multiple genders, but bisexual would be typically defined as someone who likes um, two or more genders and um, pansexual is someone who likes all genders and doesn't really see gender they more just like oh i like this person because they're this person not because of like their gender or um anything else it's just more about the person and bisexual might you may like people who are um identified as male female and gender queer or you may just um, like people who identify as male or female and it's all okay to just pick what term you think identifies best with you and you think matches how you are the best um, but yeah it's in the same type of world thank you